Welcome to the Really Truly Music Podcast. This is the third just general chit-chat podcast. Now go! It's just me and Ricky today. Hello, Ricky. Hiya. How's it going, man? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it's been a busy few couple of weeks, but um, hanging in there. Yeah, apologies for everyone that yeah, we haven't... Uh, Managed to get one out over the past couple of weeks. As Ricky said, it's been just busy with work and that. I'm sure everyone can uh, relate. Exactly, especially with the situation at the minute. Everything's a bit up in the air, but yeah. we will try and keep it as regular as possible. We're not quite there with being able to, you know, quit our jobs <laughs> and do this full time. But, you know. A couple more episodes and, you yeah, know, yeah. close up shop. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, so I guess this episode, since it has been a little while, it'll be a good a uh, way to catch up on what we've been listening to. And I've also had another comment from a, an old friend of mine who said he's found some really cool new finds for himself from from our episodes. I think a mixture of what we're listening to and our review episodes. So it would be cool to just, yeah, have a big catch up on that. But another thing I thought would be cool, and maybe we could start on this, is obviously um, I mentioned it in our, I think it was our last review, Um can't remember <laughs> about um basically re- very briefly like not going over each um album again but briefly revisiting the reviews we have done and just giving a quick summary on you know has it gone up or down in our opinion and score so the first one we did was the glass ocean one um and i believe I gave I gave it a nine and you gave it an eight and a half. Okay. So, what are your opinions on that? Would that change for you or? It stayed the same for me. Like, yeah. it, I I really do like it, and I've added my favourite tracks to like a, a playlist that I listen to. Yeah. And those tracks I I have listened to quite a lot. It was um oh man I'm so bad I'm I'm going on Spotify everyone I can't remember the bloody names of the songs. Yeah, Asteroid Blue. Yeah. Voyage. And Pride and Bolero, so that that's kind of the cross section for me that represents that album. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like it. I like them a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think an eight and a half. I'm going to stick with really good album. I'm I'm going to go up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Are you? I, I, yeah. <laughs> like to be honest, I've you know it's been over a month now since it's come out and. It's still my go-to listen album to listen to. Mm. I know it's quite a bold statement, but I'd say it's like in my top five albums ever um, at this point. So, yeah, what is a ten? I don't know, but I'd, I'd give it, a, you know, a nine and a half to a ten. I can't really think of anything sort of topping this for a little while. So, yeah, yeah fair enough, man. That's enough of me gushing, though. But um, what was the next one? The next one was Oscar Jerome. And um, what do we give that? We both gave it an eight, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that as well. Yeah. It's gonna be really boring. I, like I've listened to a few, a lot of more of those tunes, and uh, I think it's a lovely little album, to be honest. Do you know, I listened to it yesterday, and uh, I did really enjoy it. I might drop it down a little bit, only because I think the second half of the album isn't as good as the first. Mm. But gravitate's still a tune. It's just a night, as you say, it's a nice, like, comforting album to just stick on. So I might, I'll go down to a 7.5, I think, on that. Yeah, no, it's a chilled album, and uh, every time Gravitate comes on, and Coin Moon as well, I really like. Yeah, they're my standouts as well. All right, now we're on to, um, <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, Clit Drip. Clit Drip. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about the band just is in your face, yeah. isn't it? Um, 
What, what do we give that? I gave it a four and you gave it a five slash six if you saw it live. Mm, okay. I'm going to stick with the formula, but I'm going to drop it down by one. So a four, but five live. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, it gets to a point where like, even though I appreciate that they've got a solid following and, you know, they're doing something creative, I just don't want to listen to that album again. So I'm going to give it a three, <laughs> three out of ten. Um, and then the last one was Doves. Oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. maybe has gone up for you. Oh, man, I'm so, my memory's awful. What did I give that? I think you said eight and a half. Did I say and a half? Yeah. Um, I've listened to a lot of the album. Yeah. Like, out of all the ones that we've done, probably, like, similar with you and Glass Oceans. Yeah, I thought that's so, the, yeah. That's the one that... Did I say Glass Oceans or Glass Ocean? You said Glass Oceans, but I thought you meant their album. Oh, like okay, Glass thank Ocean you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank you for correcting me. <laughs> yeah, but, but also not correcting me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like I said... Similar with you and Glass Ocean, I've listened to a lot of this album, probably more than all the other albums we've reviewed. Yeah. And I'm going to stick with my A and a half. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing I, I really like about this album is it's its consistency. Yeah. You know, start to finish, there's really good... Actually, one thing I will say is, I think, I think in our review, we had a little critique about Forest House. Right. The, which was the final track on the album. Yeah, yeah. And I've actually listened to that a few times. And I actually love the song. Really? I think it's a really good song. Yeah. So on that basis, as that's an improvement in terms of what I liked about the album from last time, I'm going to bump it up to a nine. Fair enough. Um, but the, my, I think my one criticism about the album is there isn't like a standout track. Like mm. every Doves album has like an absolute banger on it. Yeah. And I feel like this album doesn't, but... It certainly makes up for it in terms of just like consistent quality across the board. Definitely. I think I gave it a seven and a half and I'll probably stick with that. Um, it's definitely not gone down in any way. Um, and the more I think about it, the more I just think it's a very cohesive album. Um, it feels like an album. It doesn't feel like a bunch of songs just slapped together. And even though I haven't really listened to it much since I've listened to the odd track, but yeah, I haven't given it a proper listen since we reviewed it like i can still remember pretty much every track on the album so it's stuck with me fair play so that last one we did yeah that was yeah i thought there was another but there there isn't jesus um, we've got a, f- a couple maybe lined up yeah we'll try we'll try and get them out sooner than last time which will be good yeah cool but I, i'm gonna admit it's all my it's basically my fault that these <laughs> delays have happened but it's uh it's very valid reasons. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I wanted to do, you know, when you've got shit going on, is, oh, mate, we've got to get the podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, I mean, yeah, like, it's the one thing, it's one of the things I actually, and, you know, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not like having a crisis, by the way, but like, you know, with all this COVID bullshit, doing this podcast is probably the most pleasurable thing that yeah, it's like I'm a, doing right now. It's just therapeutic, isn't it? Kind of, yeah, I know what you mean. I suppose we've had a couple of weeks off. Have you been sort of sessioning some some stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of a nice thing in some ways of having a bit of time off in terms of listening-wise, only because when we were doing the reviews, because I, as my job, I'm a video editor, I very rarely get to listen to music while I work. What's your um, What's your company called? Um, my my own company, RP Productions. There you go. You got yourself a little cheeky plug. Yeah, yeah, I did. Nice creative <laughs> name there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so obviously I'm, you know, 
I'm generally listening to royalty free shit <laughs> all the time. So, you know, and the albums we were reviewing. But since we've had a bit of a break, I've been able to uh, indulge in some other stuff. Mm. And what I will say is, I don't know if you agree with me, but 2020, as far as I can remember, has been the best year for music in so long despite everything that's happening i don't know if it's just because a lot of bands i like have, and artists i like have come out with new stuff mm. but normally there's a like you know maybe three or four albums a year but there's like 10 this year that have really been like standouts already mm. i think yeah now you say it I, I kind of i kind of see where you're coming it's from the thing like i don't normally notice but this year i really have maybe i've had more time to notice i don't know but yeah yeah, yeah. Some of the main ones, I haven't actually made a list. I should have done. But um, obviously Glass Ocean, I'm still listening to a lot of. Um, but Gaspacho, which um, is the name of a Spanish soup, but also a band from Norway. Um, they, um, I don't want to say art rock because that sounds really pretentious, but that's how they describe themselves. Because like all, it, it all, is music's, it... all music's art though, isn't it? But... So it's weird saying, yeah, my um, my music's artier than yours, but at the same time, I guess it kind of does describe the 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 sort of niche that they're going for. Well, yeah, because they have like proper narratives. You know, I know a lot of albums that are gen- quite generic do, but they take the whole storytelling element to like a whole other level, don't yeah. they? Yeah, and it, it's funny you say that because they're one of the. In fact, I think they're the only band I really listen to for the sort of narrative side over the music. Mm. Um, they're one of my favourites, but not necessarily because it's like, oh yeah, this bit in this song is amazing. It's just like the actual feelings and the sort of mood you get surrounding the music so strong. Mm. Um, so yeah, they've just had a new album out called Fire Fireworker, um, and it's only five tracks long, but like there's a twenty minute song on it and a fifteen minute song on it. So <laughs> it's not a, not like a. Because it's, it's Space Cowboy, the the twenty minute track, isn't it? That's not the it's not a Jamiroquai cover, is it? No, it's a twenty minute version. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I thought that as well. But it's actually like four songs blended into one, so you, they could have split it up really. And that is one of my gripes: is that there's one point it it flows really well, apart, and then it gets to like ten minutes, and it completely changes. And my gripes like, why don't you just split this song in half and have, you know. The, the second half as a separate song yeah but in terms of the album it's mad it's just completely off the wall but it's actually probably my favorite album by theirs normally their albums take a while for me like they're not easy listening at all because they throw in loads of random weird ideas um, but this one caught me straight away maybe i was just prepared for it i don't know but um yeah it's really cool it's got a really creepy theme basically it's like a obviously it's a theory of how when our instincts kick in and when we when we basically do things without thinking like our subconscious i guess that that's like some something within us controlling us like some evil like parasite that's like controlling us and basically uses our bodies as like hosts it's like a horrible theme sounds quite that sounds like quite true to life already yeah yeah (laughs) it does actually but yeah it's basically about like this guy who goes into his own mind and meets this like ancient being that's controlling him is mad and it's kind of creepy but it's cool it's creative and it definitely gives off that vibe cool should we like yeah let's go back and forth because otherwise i'll be chatting for ages what what about something you've been listening to 
I think the majority of uh, what, what I've been listening to is um, I've rediscovered Deftones. I saw you listening to them on um, Spotify the other day. Yeah, actually. man. Like, because yeah. I saw they had a new album out, and admittedly, I've yet to properly give that a listen. I've heard a couple of singles that I really like, but I absolutely love that band. I forget how like how many genres they can blend into what is essentially just like heavy rock albums. Yeah. Because in there, you know, it's like it's very progressive. All their tunes are just so progressive. It's a lot of like nineties trip hop elements that are in there as well. And I think Chino Moreno's voice is one of the best voices in modern rock music. Yeah. I think his voice is insane. My favorite album of theirs is Saturday Night Wrist, which was two thousand and six. Okay, that has like um, Mine and Hole in the Earth yeah. and Ch- Cherry Waves and stuff. Like really good tunes. But the one album I didn't give much of a listen to until recently was a, um, an album called Koino Yokan. Okay, it's basically I think the most the most rock and roll kind of album. And there's there's some oh, there's some absolute tunes on there. Like <laughs> recommended to ev- anyone who's just like not discovered Deftones themselves. If if, they, if there's anywhere to start is go Koino Yokan. That's probably the best representation of like their discography they sound like a band that would be so up my street but i've just never listened to them like properly so mate honestly they they would be because yeah yeah obviously knowing you you if if anyone doesn't know ricky he loves it he loves a fucking weird time signature (laughs) and (laughs) which i absolutely just think that's so cool because my 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 lexicon of music goes as far as maybe six eight (laughs) (laughs) um but like yeah, man, you should check them out because yeah. they're so, yeah, a lot of their tunes are just off the wall mad on yeah. t- in terms of timings. And they're a bit like, you know, obviously people probably won't know this, but they're like, they're a lot like Aeronaut with, with some of their tunes. Yeah, cool. Obviously, yeah, no yeah. one's going to know that reference, yeah. but Ricky no, I knows. think a few hundred people might have. No, I'm joking. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah well, I'm all, you know, I've got fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then. Um, yeah, so I've just been listening. To be honest with you, I've just been listening to a lot of Deftones lately. Like, it's yeah. been driving Hannah, my my, uh, my partner, mad because she like usually we just whack on like really chilled stuff, and I've just been like, <laughs> 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 like yeah. I'm just gonna make some dinner. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. And then yeah, I also did some sort of you know when you just discover a band, and you want to basically know everything about them. Yeah, I ended up researching the sad tragic story of their bass player who died in a car crash who didn't die in a car he was involved in a car crash and then he was put in a coma for like seven years and then um then he passed away in like 2013 i think yeah um but at that point the band had like pretty much written a full album yeah um and they've shelved they shelved it and then they decided to go back into the studio and just record like a completely different new album which was called diamond eyes which is also incredible yeah. very he- like probably their heaviest album i would say yeah but yeah there's there's been news like i think because of the new album that came out a couple of weeks ago there's talk of them actually bringing out that album which was called eros that's cool and um they might finish it which would be cool I always think about that, like when um, all these, you know, artists who listen to and like how much stuff have they like record, like not just even like demoed, but like properly recorded and just shelved. Mm, there must be so much. So much out there. Like I'm a patron of um, uh, Mike Venner on um, 
uh, on Patreon, obviously. He's basically the singer of a band called Ocean Size. I haven't even talked about them on this podcast yet, which is amazing. Well, so that should be that should be its own episode. I think. <laughs> yeah, they're basically my favourite band. They split up in 2010, so yeah, 10 years ago now, which is mad. And he's gone solo, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm a patron of his, and basically he's doing like he's just releasing old demos from like his computer that he started on um he's recording a new album at the moment and sending out snippets and it's really cool like you can chat basically have a chat with him like commenting and he's doing these collaboration things where he's like give me a genre give me a time signature or whatever and i'll just write a song and like everyone's just commenting loads of different ideas and then he'll come up with something mad and just release like <laughs> only for a bit of fun like it's not like serious but it's just cool but he can he can do it though. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he, he invents time signatures he does, like, basically. <laughs> um yeah he's just there's so much stuff that he's just putting up there obviously a lot of it doesn't have vocals it's just kind of um instrumental ideas with programmed drums and stuff mm. But it's, some of it's so good and it's like, yeah, it just never got finished. And I wonder like how many albums are out there that just haven't been released. Hundreds, man. There. Yeah. So I saw Neil, you know, Neil Young, he released an album, I think it was this year. I think it yeah. was probably a couple of months ago. And he recorded it like in 1973 or something stupid. But like, But it wasn't like... Oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna write it and just, you know, not do anything with it. Like, apparently, he was gonna release it. Yeah. But there was like, there was something with the record company at the time that said they wanted him to do something a little bit different. So he released this a whole other album mm. instead. I might be wrong here, but I think it was like a darker album to the sure. one he'd written. Yeah. Which was kind of like what people were digging at the time. But yeah, like clearly, was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll sit on that, you know, until until yeah, a rainy yeah. day, and obviously, you know. 2020 is a rainy is one big yeah, rainy really. day uh, maybe that's why there's been so many yeah. you know new albums i mean at least for me so many albums coming out because they're like fuck it this yeah. year's down the drain let's just write some yeah. shit and <laughs> we can't tour anything well, i think we mentioned it in our first episode about you know how cool secretly how cool it is um obviously gigs not happening is like shit it's really mm. shit mm. but um the live streams that have come of it are, are cool at least um yeah and gazpacho are doing a full like live stream of their album new album from start to finish which i'm really oh, wow. excited for i don't know That'd when cool. but they're they're talking about it so yeah that's cool but they probably want it the production value to be pretty high yeah I'm imagining with them that it, it, it will be like an, a very immersive experience yeah, they're pretentious twats <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's what that's what people want, man. But yeah, there's been a lot of streams, though, isn't there? Yeah, um, yeah. Loads of bands coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, there has. With my line of work, I'm kind of involved with some of that side of things. And uh, <laughs> there was one at the start of the year, or like start of the COVID year, Yeah. where um, I think the first one that sort of came across the desk was um, Shaggy. <laughs> but it was like it was advertised you know very much like hey you know shaggy's doing a live stream like it's gonna be really good like sign up blah, blah, blah. and all it was was a youtube link of something he recorded fucking months ago really and like he monetized it so he could like people had to pay for it yeah but it was like the fact that it was a live stream it was like it's not live stream, yeah though, but is it? do you know what i've like that's that's taking it to extreme, but I think some I think they're doing that. I think yeah, Biffy yeah, Clyro, yeah. for example, when they did theirs, when like they left afterwards, they kept this in shot and like it was light outside, 
but ah. uh, but obviously the stream is at like 8 p.m at night so it's like this right. is pretty i mean i i sort of understand because yeah. the amount of like shit that can go wrong like absolutely but, but i just have to reiterate this was like Shaggy was at one minute he was in one minute he was in this room and the next minute he's like on the beach with like a bunch of women yeah, and see, all this kind of stuff. Like, like it was trying. like just a it was just like a montage of like what he gets up to yeah. probably in general. But yeah, no, I get it. Like with some with when when stuff like has high production value, there needs to be some sort of lag in order for them to like make sure there's no issues or whatever. Yeah. Even if it's recorded like the day before and streamed exactly. as a live performance. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But the Biffy Clyro one, yeah, I saw that. That was it was really good. Yeah, like I've yeah. seen I've seen a couple of songs from it. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but um, yeah, no. Because that new album's meant to be like really good, isn't it? Do you know what it is actually? Like I've not you know, I've not followed them for years because they've got more and more sort of mainstream, and not not necessarily yeah. it doesn't mean bad, but. I think they kind of lost their charm of why I like them in the first place. Um, yeah, because they were very, they were like sort of heavy metally, progressive sort yeah, of Yeah, they were like, stuff, weren't they? yeah, like borderline metally. They were mad. They were in this sort of cluster of Scottish bands that uh, emerged in like the early 2000s where there was sort of a line between like rock and metal and just weird time signatures and stuff, which is right up my alley. But yeah, like they, they kind of, you know, they, they found fame and uh, with that sometimes comes toning it down, I guess, to, to appease more fans. And with that comes becoming a boring piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not really, I, not really. Basically, and it, I, I still stand by this, um, maybe not in all cases, but they went to L.A., and I'm pretty uh-huh. sure LA is like the band killer. Like if you've got any like creative ideas and you want to try something off the wall, you go to LA and they're like, fuck off. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but That's probably it then, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's an element of truth there. That's where the money is though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, to be honest, I don't blame them really. I'll probably do the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> Just as soon as they like say how much they're gonna like give yeah, you for yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then you have them actually going a little bit further back to their roots uh, which is cool there's still some poppy stuff on there but there's more sort of weirder stuff as well so mm. i'm down with it yeah yeah cool but yeah i mean that's an album that came out this year um another one that i'm really excited for is a band called our oceans i put this in our both of them actually gazpacho and our oceans in our playlist that we are going to be releasing um yeah for fans to listen to yeah this band are a weird one they're like I think again, they're a lot of the bands I listen to, not by any like conscious choice. They're always from like another European country. Um, but yeah, these are these are a Dutch band. And um what's cool about them is they they have like a fretless bass in there. So the bassist uses oh. a fretless bass, and it's kind of got this sort of Kate Bush sort of sound to it, where you hear it in some of that era of music anyway. Um and it's again really sort of clean guitars a lot of them and it's kind of jazzy in some regards the chords they use are all over the place but it works it's like you don't expect the actual like chords to make any sense and to work with the vocals but somehow they make it happen but yeah they released a song back in end of september i want to say and mm. uh yeah it's just Is that the one you've added yeah unravel is wicked it's just his voice he sounds like jeff buckley in a lot of ways he's got an insane voice and they're mm. just a little band from the netherlands but their album's out in november and i've like, pre-ordered the deluxe set so i'm looking forward to that arriving very nice very nice um 
I think what would be cool is maybe at the end of the year do like a top 10 of the year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what about you? Anything else? I'm, I'm going to just tack on a Deftones thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I've already said the reason why I've gone right back to them was because I saw they had an album out. But coincidentally, I listened to um, one of my favourite albums of all time um, that I hadn't listened to for a very long time was uh, Gran Turismo by the by the Cardigans. And it's got like a raise and rewind. I love my favourite game and all that. Yeah. But hold on one second. Sorry, the po- there's someone at my door. Give me one second. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, one of my favourite albums, Gran Turismo by the Cardigans, which came out in like 1998. Yeah. That's got some that's got a couple of bangers on it, man. It's got Erase and Rewind, my favourite game. They're like the two main singles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Erase and Rewind, yeah. We've we used to we had that on one of our old playlists. Yeah, we? I think we were thinking of doing a cover of it once in in, in a band. We should still do that. Yeah, at some it's point. a great song. But they, they have a song on there called Do You Believe? Yeah. Um, which it's basically like the heaviest song ever disguised as a pop song. Really? Okay. Because it's got like a really sort of metal riff, but it's been disguised as kind of like a synthy guitar. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, because Death Tones are awesome, they <laughs> actually did a cover of that song. Oh, sweet. And, and turned it into what that song really should be, which is just like the most intensely, epically heavy tune ever clearly they saw the same thing as you and were like this needs to be this needs to happen turned up a notch yeah 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 that's cool but yeah no so Gran Turismo absolutely great album by a great band yeah I think Cardigans don't get enough credit they don't you know they've always been a band that have been around like my parents used to listen to them um a little bit you know the, the the main singles obviously i don't actually know their albums very well but for the time because it was when did that actually come out that album originally 98 1998 yeah. yeah yeah as you say it's it's like multiple genres sort of dressed up as it is pop. yeah it's just like good songwriting do you know what i mean it's good it is pop it's what pop should be which is just like really good songs written by the band. Oh, mate, yeah, this is <laughs> and, an episode in itself yeah. as well. And, you know, they don't, they're not ashamed to, you know, maybe just experiment a little bit, you yeah. know, similar to how, I don't know, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head now, but like ABBA and Tears for Fears. And yeah, definitely. Aha. Yeah. Like, if you actually listen to their, their albums, it's very, a lot more than what you think is going on. They're For actually sure. like really, really introspective. They weren't scared to, you know, put a key change in there and, and not your standard cheesy, like last chorus key change thing. But, yeah. you know, they weren't afraid. Like Sting, for example. What was that song yeah. by Sting? I can't remember which one, but it doesn't it like change times, uh, sorry, change key like every bar. Yeah. Um, if I ever lose my faith in yeah, you. Yeah. Like, and that's like a, you know, it's, it's a, a pop song essentially but as an absolute banger yeah i know i know there's a lot of sting haters out there but he can write a tune yeah and sure. he wasn't afraid to you know play around with chords and shit so yeah no yeah. no definitely um but yeah i think the only other one that i've kind of had my ears to at the moment is there's it's actually on the on the playlist that we'll be releasing soon um it's a it's a new an artist out of dublin i think called fa or eef it's E-F-E. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how to pronounce it, so sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> but she's really... So she's a um, female 
singer-songwriter, uh, and she's only released two songs so far, so she's, like, super new. But she's done two amazing songs, in my opinion. They're kind of, like, soul... They're, they're kind of, like, sort of... What's the word to describe it? Lo-fi? L- not lo-fi, kind of electronic soul but like really chilled like it's really really chilled out soul music with really cool electronic kind of vibes and that's one of the most hipster thing ever yeah i know what you mean though i've I've listened to what the one that you put on the playlist table for two um yeah that's got a very yeah like you say it's so chilled out it's got like that kind of vinyl sizzle to it and Mm. it's just I love that the whole like aesthetic of of that style of music and yeah the fact Definitely. that it's not just instrumental either it's got you know her you know her vocals on it as well just adds to it because a lot of this style of music I've found is kind of written to be sort of work music if you know what mm. I mean like people stick it on in the background while they're working but I I love it so much that I want something with vocals in that's actually a you know a song in itself and it's not just mm. kind of background music and. And yeah, it's a wicked song. And I think I said to you, she just needs, obviously it's early days for her. She's only released two tracks, but there just needs to be more albums like this. Like a lot of these artists release, you know, a bunch of singles and they seem to all be in their like early days of of their Mm. career, which is, you know, fair enough. You don't want to drop an album straight away. But yeah, I just hope that she keeps going and gets an album out there because it would be wicked i think there's a lot there's a lot to say for someone like this this really talented person to i mean i don't know how much backing she's got i don't know whether like she's on a label who are like ready to pounce and make her become like the next big thing or whatever but yeah the fact that she's only got two songs and she's already got like sixty five thousand monthly listeners on spotify that's a lot of people listening to the two songs isn't yeah. it when you think about I it i mean yeah. like i said i don't know i need to do a bit more research and see like if she's on like a label or whatever i'm sure she is but yeah yeah like you say it'd be cool to hear what else she has to to do you know and it would be interesting to see her progression because mm. you know a lot of a lot of artists that start out you know they have these songs written already that they've probably had lying around for a long time you know in their bet you know that they've written on a piano or acoustic guitar yeah and then all of a sudden they you know they get they get picked up by someone and all you know they've they've got to write you know 10 more songs to get out exactly yeah at the end of the year and sometimes you know not all the time but sometimes quality can can sort of deteriorate slightly if they're not careful so it's an interesting point that actually just in labels inputs and then the artists themselves like it kind of leads on to another band i was going to talk about um the pineapple thief oh yeah again it's it's kind of a more sort of prog modern prog rock sort of band that i've semi-followed over the years but um yeah just making that point in that you know like when an album's released obviously the label you know it's marketing and it's it's a product essentially and um so obviously the label's got a certain set of criteria that they sometimes it depends on the label how strict they are but it's interesting to know like how that sort of affects the quality of the music in the outcome. And I'm not going by any sort of facts here. I'm just sort of speaking my mind, but yeah, like, cause the pineapple thief came out of a new album this year, uh, called versions of the truth. I think I said to you at one point we should review it, but I don't really want to anymore. Like I've just got nothing to say about it. Really. <laughs> it's one of those albums. that's just like, I don't know, it's 10 tracks and it's, it's just, right. 
It's just, yeah, there's just nothing special about it. And these are meant to be pioneers of this quite niche genre. Um, mm. They've just recently acquired, well, I say recently, the past three albums they've had Gavin Harrison on drums, who's, if anyone knows drums, no, he's might, one of the best drummers of all time. Exactly, yeah. Porcupine yeah. Tree back in the day, you know, he, he was basically the drive, well, I don't want to say the driving force that band, because Stephen Wilson was, but, you know, he was a yeah. major part of that band. And then. Yeah. He's just got such a distinct style, and there's no there's no doubt that the drums on all of these albums are insane. <laughs> but like, that's the only bit that's good. Like, oh, that's good. I was I was I was worried. Though. I thought you were going to say like, oh, you, you wouldn't know it's him. It sounds really like. No, I mean he has toned it down a little bit for these albums because I'm yeah, probably, probably for the best. Though, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it, it, he was a bit, especially on like, um, uh, was it Fear of a Blank Planet? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, he was just going mad. <laughs> Um, but he's very, very good drummer. But um, yeah, on these albums, uh, I guess Pineapple Thief are kind of a bit similar to Porcupine Tree. Uh, they're in the same sort of genre and vein, just a bit yeah. less creative in in some ways. Yeah. And yeah, like the drums are great. The drums sound great. But their last two albums have just been a bit flat. It's like, yeah, you've got a great drummer and you're marketing yourself now as, you know, we've got Gavin Harrison. But it's like, yeah, but your songs are just a bit, bit shit, really. Like, I have mm. no desire to listen to your albums again. But... Going back to my original point is that these are a band that are very, you know, they've got time on their side. They're, they've been on this label for ages. They've released, they've got a huge discography. They've, they must have like 15 albums or something. So they're in no rush to really get new albums out there. They're doing it for the love of the music. And it's like... Yeah, they've yeah, always but, got a new album out, haven't they? Yeah, literally like every year. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but maybe that's the problem. Maybe, I don't know, but I don't think it's the label being like, right, come on, like pump them out because... You know, other artists on the same label, K-Scope, you know, don't release albums for years. Um, surely that's not the label's input of the music being a bit subpar. It's just maybe they've run out of ideas. But then if they mm. have, why are they still pumping out shit? I always thought the way the Pineapple Thief market themselves has always been a bit weird. Because mm. if, if you look at their album covers, it's none of it, you know, when you compare it to Porcupine Tree, which, you know, not, we shouldn't compare everything to Porcupine Tree, but Porcupine Tree are like, they have, they, they, they stand, they're giants of that genre. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, kings, yeah. Um, and, you know, every album has such a distinctive kind of aesthetic to it. Like there's, mm -hmm. there's been thought and like there's a theme and, you know, it's been, Stephen Wilson's obviously just a madman. <laughs> he's, like, he's insane. Yeah. But like, you know, it's, he's such a creative force that like it just bleeds through into the music as well as the way they look. Yeah. With the pineapple thief, I'm not, as, I'm not as clued up on them as nowhere near I am porcupine tree. They just seem a bit boring. Like, That's exactly what like, it is. There's a record, there's a record shop down, um, down the road from here, 101 collectors records. Mm. Very good shop, by the way. And, um, they've got all their stuff in there. And their albums all look the same. Yeah. Like, I don't know what yeah, I'm looking yeah, yeah. at. Like, it's like, oh, what's that album like? I don't know. What's well, probably the same as that other album looks exactly the same. Do you know what? I, I, I can't agree more. I seriously can't. They're, in my head, they're like a watered down porcupine tree. They're like, they're going for the same sort of moody aesthetic, I guess, or, or vibe, but, but they don't pull it off as well. Their, their themes aren't as strong. Their music isn't as hard hitting. And, what really annoys me, um, and I don't want to go on a massive hate um, oh, rant. Okay. <laughs> 20 minutes later, you're just you know, <laughs> smashing your mic. They're the worst band in the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. But yeah, like the singer, I read an interview um, of him b- before this. And do you know what? I went into this new album thinking I wasn't going to like it much. And maybe that's twisted my opinion a little bit, but I still don't think it's that great but um well, no because usually if you sorry hold that thought usually when when your expectations are low usually that's that's probably that's probably better you're right actually thinking like this is going to be the best thing ever and then it turns out to be average which you're right means... yeah so i take back what i said but yeah he he basically said in an interview um and a lot of the stuff he said was really like was great it was like uh the interview the interviewer said to him he's called bruce sword the singer he was like so what would you say about a band starting out and uh, I thought it was a really cool answer. He said, you know, don't expect to get big in a year or two years. Think 20 years. Like, and I was like, fair play, you know, like play the long game. You know, you're not going to get found straight away. And I could, I'm pretty sure I fall into that category of releasing a song and then expecting, you know, everyone to be like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, so fair play. And then, but then the last question, I think it was the last one. It was like, what are your songs about? And his answer was just like five words. And it was just, love what was it love and loss always and i was like mate fuck off like you've written like 15 (laughs) albums and all you can write about are these two things and i know granted that's quite a wide subject but at the same time it's like like... you've had so much time to think of concepts so it doesn't have to be a concept album but to write about you know something yeah something more particular or be a bit more creative but it's just like yeah well, would you mind would you mind elaborating on that a little bit yeah. please mate because yeah, like, like that's just, pretty that's pretty vague isn't it yeah no it's just you know love 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 like it's like yeah like it's all about love and how much we love each other and yeah like, yeah and it's just yeah. a bit like mate uh, fair enough if you want to do one album or two albums or even three on that but like 15 fucking hell i know that's um, mad and yeah, and then he released a solo album, which is just singer, boring singer songwriter shit. And it was like, mate, you just you're letting the, the side down. Yeah. It. What's what's like, your solo album about? Oh, it's about loss and love. <laughs> yeah, so the other way around. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, see what I did there. <laughs> it took me a very long time to figure yeah. it. But um, yeah, yeah, so that's enough on them. But it was just um, yeah, it was like they've they've got this time and and the freedom. And the, the following, they have genuine fans that would, you know, they're, they're not, they actually care about what they create and, and they're not trying to break into the market anymore. And yet, so it's like you've got the time to craft something quite special and, and yet you've just churned out something a bit shit, you know? Yeah, it's uh, sometimes less is more, you know? Yeah, yeah. However, well, I mean, I've got two polarizing things to say about what I just said, to be honest. I'm a walking contradiction. But, um, Basically, I've I've got one of my one of my best mates. He um, he's been trying to get me into this band called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I've heard of them. Yeah, you've heard of them. I don't think I've ever listened to them. They they are not. They're an Australian band from Melbourne, and they in 2017 released five albums. Jesus Christ! And and I think it's a world. I think it was like a world record. Yeah. For like a I don't know. I think it was a world record or like they. Because I remember the whole point was them trying to break the record of how many albums they could release in a year. Yeah. But they've got like, I think it's like 15 albums overall. Yeah. But their their genre varies between albums. Like they've they're like they've got two drummers. Some of their tune, some of their albums are written completely in microtonal tuning as opposed to standard tuning. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah. 
so they you know one of their last albums was a fresh metal album the album before that was like a jazz album right the album before that was like a rocky sort of just standard rock garage rock kind of album yeah they've done lounge they've done blues like they've literally That's gone mad. through the entire spectrum yeah. and they're really good i really like them but i can't get into them purely because there's too much of them of to to penetrate yeah if you know, if you know what I'm saying, yeah. like it's, I'm I'm having to like pick out individual songs and just try and judge them based on just hearing that one song rather than like, because you can't really summarize them because no. of how eclectic their discography is. Yeah, which is great. Like that, I wouldn't say the quality of music has has suffered because of it because they always keep every every time they do something they keep it fresh with a new idea. But man, it's. It's a it's a long old slog to get through their stuff. Like yeah. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, and there's some stuff I like, but there's there's too much. Cool. That's my point. There's too much of it. So so obviously you know they they've done loads of different genres. Can you still tell it's them, or uh, would you not be able to tell if you put one album on and and another? Obviously the voice uh, might sound the same and things. Yeah, but... I was gonna say like I think you can if you were a fan. Okay. If you're like dead into them, you, you'd know. But like, as someone who's quite is very much sat on the fence, I definitely wouldn't tell you. Can tell you that like one of their lounge songs is the same as like a song on their thrash metal album. And I guess that makes it harder because at least if you could, it was still had this running theme of them imprinted yeah. in it. You could, you know, you could sort of appreciate it all as as it yeah. being them. But if it is all, yeah, it's like listening to fifteen different artists, I guess, yeah. in one way. It is, but I've done. Them, I feel like I'm saying that I've done them an injustice because they are good. They are talented. Mm. If you're, you know, clearly they're good at music because you know they have two drummers that syncopate off of one another. They can play microtonal tuning tuned guitars. Mm. But I feel like I, I probably need to get my friend Ben on here at some point just to like just. Dis- describe them more because i think if yeah. you don't know about them as a band they are an interesting bunch of guys fair play to them that's a cool idea um it's yeah. i can understand why it's not done very often purely for this reason because it's like well what if i like one album but hate another and i guess yeah. they don't care so that's cool no, they literally didn't give a shit yeah but that's fair play that's only works to them exactly merit. yeah yeah but yeah no I, i'd probably be exactly the same as you it would just be too overwhelming it'd be like where the hell do i even start but yeah yeah. And on the other hand, like my favourite band of all time, which is Placebo, they haven't released an album in seven years. Mm. And it's like they, they've been talking about releasing an album for like five years and they just haven't done it yet. And yeah. it's just like, you know, you're going to die soon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You Like sometimes I, I wonder, like I know, you know, the artist needs to, you know, do it in, do it there in their sort of tempo and do it in their own time mm. but it's like you do realize that you're only on this planet for like a really short yeah, period of time exactly. like if you want to do stuff like like get on with it are they on like hiatus have they said that they're on hiatus no, they're, they're just sitting around basically like admittedly they announced at the start they they signed with a new record label at the start of the year they've been putting out bits and bobs on instagram which leads to evokes that there is an album on its way you know yeah. pictures in the studio etc covid is has definitely delayed it like it's delayed everything yeah but like 
they were late anyway. If anything, they you should have done it sooner. Yeah, exactly. You had seven years. It's like, like it's your fault. You yeah. should have done it last year. Yeah, it's like fuck COVID. Don't use that as an excuse. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why can't they just be? Why can't all the bands that everyone likes just bring out an album every two years, two, two, two to is three fair years? Enough. Yeah, I think yeah. one's too soon. Two, yeah. two to three years. I mean, even three is a bit too long. I think. Like, if you're yeah. a band, I mean, granted, I know some of these bands. I know I'm being quite ignorant at the moment because obviously a lot of bands, especially smaller ones, you know, they've got full time jobs. They don't, but they don't like, you know, they can't rely on their music solely as as income. But like these bigger bands, like Placebo, they're they're a big band. Like surely they've got enough cash to to just be like, you know what, let's just sit in a studio and write some shit. And like even dream. if they had a um, like a mental block, a writer's block, you know, they had seven years to get over that. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are. We will be um, releasing like a kind of really truly mo- a music podcast podcast playlist, really truly music playlist, um, which will probably update every week. We said, didn't we? Yeah. So I think the plan is is to um, add two songs a week, uh, isn't it? So that it's not overwhelming um, yeah. to begin with. So it will start with six songs in there and then every week we'll start adding more and more the plan is to keep it varied and include maybe a few songs from the artists you know that we've reviewed but also other stuff as well um that we are we're listening to i think oh yeah there's there's a lot of playlists out there i don't know if people will agree or disagree with this but some of the playlists that are kind of already made on on these streaming sites no, they've already got like a hundred songs or whatever, fifty to a hundred songs like ready to go, which is fine, but it's too much. Yeah, to like definitely. To, to, but I think if you if it grows up to that amount, then that's fine. But I think if it starts there, it's just a bit too much to do. But what we'll do is we'll probably refresh them every season. Yeah. So we'll like every season we'll just delete everything and start afresh, um, just to keep it kind of semi regular. Yeah, like you say, a lot of people just lob in, you know. Oh yeah, that album. Yeah, just chuck mm. chuck that artist in, and it's just it's too much. Like like you say, whereas we're picking out the songs quite carefully, and you know you might think they're shit, and that's fine. But like at least to us, you know, we put a bit of thought into it, and that should make it a bit more hopefully interesting for the yeah. listener. Even if they go, yeah, this is interestingly shit. Yeah, like fair play, but don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least at least yeah, you try. Right. Yeah. No, it's been it's been good to. Um, to get back in into the saddle, as they say, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, we'll have a new review episode up, uh, you know, within hopefully within the next week or so. We're we're mainly keeping an eye on the um, the latest releases that are coming out, so mm. um, we'll try and keep on top of that. I think eventually we should definitely venture into maybe some older albums, just like revi- revisit some some albums that maybe have been out, you know, as like a separate series. Yeah, I think as well. I know this means nothing to um listeners but especially when we were back at uni when we were had um we were listening to a lot of stuff together um, mm. it might be cool to go back and sort of revisit some of those artists and albums that we were listening to because oh man that's a great idea that that i guess i mean without sounding too cringe that sort of like brought us together didn't it in a lot of it ways it is yeah, like yeah, yeah staying yeah, up we... until 4am playing call of duty and and listening to random shit 
Those playlists yeah. were next level, man. Yeah. Who's the who? If you were to think of one artist from that era that springs to mind, I reckon it's that Kaisen. We, yeah, yeah. Kaisen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> have to review the Waters Way at some point. Yeah, because yeah. he's had an album out since, but he's kind of changed style, hasn't he? And it just wasn't as good. But the Waters Way is a classic, I think. So yeah, yeah. yeah I would be... love to pick pick a copy of that up on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely do that as a review. That'd be a great review. I think that's a definitely a hidden gem for a lot of people that like sort of chilled electronic music definitely because like i feel like us two especially like we 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 have our own little pockets of interests in general like you obviously i'm quite orientated towards like the progressive side of like you know rock and stuff but we definitely join at the point where things become chill electronic music it's i don't know it's like this this sort of happy place in the middle where you can just it's just got such a cool vibe to it and like yeah it's it's completely different to what i'd say is my pocket of music without being too niche i guess but yeah 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 yeah. definitely that that whole era opened you know me up to a lot of electronic artists and stuff mm. so yeah so stay tuned for that because yeah that'll be that'll be a nice little dig into the the archives thank you everyone for listening and uh it's been fun making it for you it's been nice as well to see you ricky on 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 the old because we, we zoom each other we, we zoom each other and then record our audio separately but so we're, we're like staring into each other's eyes as yeah. we're talking yeah um which has been good so yeah thank you ricky it's been good yeah no it's been good give us a i'm really bad at the plug stuff but give us a like on facebook and a follow on instagram and you can listen to this i know you're already listening to it if you've got this far so this is kind of pointless but we are on all of the um main podcast slash streaming sites we'll also um be posting some ideas of our future reviews and things that will be coming up soon so keep an eye out for that and also check out the playlist on spotify um which will be public by the time this is released Yes. So it's the RTM podcast. Uh, sorry, the RTM playlist. <laughs> Every yeah. time we've said it, we've messed it up. The RTM playlist. That's that's yeah. the playlist. Cool. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Mm-hmm.